Welcome to the PDX Pet Connection Podcast. On today's episode, I have Dr. Chris Sander of Portland Backsmith Chiropractic. Stay tuned to learn more about the benefits of chiropractic care for your furry family members, and be sure to check out the episode notes for your chance to win a photo session with Kim Hoshel Photography. Welcome to the PDX Pet Collective Podcast. If you are a Portland pet parent or the owner of a Portland pet business, then you have come to the right place. And now your host, dog photographer, donut connoisseur, whiskey lover, and Sherlock fan, Kim Hoshel. Welcome to the PDX Podcast. Today, I have Dr. Chris Zander of Portland Backsmith, and he is going to talk to us about the chiropractic benefits for dogs. Hi, Chris. Welcome. Hi there. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming. So um, tell everybody a little bit about your background. Well, uh, I'm a chiropractor. I've been in um, Northwest uh, Portland neighborhood for um, good nine years or so. Um, and I moved out here from Illinois to, to go to chiropractic school and been here ever since. And also love dogs. I've had a golden retriever and we have a whippet now. Oh, very cool. Um, so how did you start working with animals using chiropractic? Well, uh, I have a mentor. Um, when I graduated, I actually felt like I got enough to pass the test and really didn't know what I was doing with my hands. Um, I got lucky. I got a really great internship. And then my internship uh, led me to meet someone, uh, Dr. Stilwell, up in Tacoma, Washington. And he used to work on racehorses. Um, He grew up on a farm and, you know, had a few animals of his own. And it was just sort of in their blood. They were kind of like old time chiropractors. You know, they treat anybody and anything for any problem. Um, which, you know, it was a really good experience for me to learn that we're not just treating pain, uh, which I learned a lot of the, the research and evidence tells that, hey, we're treating pain. But the truth is you're, you're treating function. You're, you're getting somebody moving better. They just start to feel better. They're healthier. Um, and so he taught me that not only about humans, but animals as well. Um, and working on the racehorses was really cool because we'd go to the track. Um, they'd work on a horse that had a limp and he'd adjust you know, this big animal, these racehorses are huge. Yeah. And you'd see the horse, the limp would settle down. You'd see the horse and the owners, horse owners know they can read the animal. Um, when it settles down, it'll, you know, do something with its snout or something. Um, so it was basically doing that, but then having a dog, my golden retriever, um, in his kind of later years had a lot of health issues. And we started just adjusting them just for comfort and things like that and just got better and better with it. And the the one thing my mentor said to me is they're just like people, which kind of blew my mind because they are. Yes, they are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's really, I can thank him for getting me started on it and, um, and, and getting in that direction that way. Oh, very cool. So, um, what are the, all the health benefits that dogs can get from chiropractic? Well, I think what I'd like to use is like an analogy or, or a story, an experience we had, um, which we've actually had a few times. We actually had a family that bred um, dachshunds and we were real close with the family. And they, I think they had four 
or six dachshunds themselves on top of the ones that they were breeding. And so from time to time, these animals, they, the dogs would play so rough with each other that their long torsos, they'd end up having problems. And I had one come into the office dragging its back, back legs. And we thought, okay, well, it wouldn't hurt. You know, the, the, I think the treatment at the time was to put them in a kennel for three months and kind of rule out surgery and steroids and things like that. And I got an opportunity to work with this animal. I mean, we started slow. Uh, I think we saw the dog twice a week. And within three weeks, they were seeing it kind of walking out of the office after the adjustments. And I thought, oh, this is cool. You know, we didn't have any real high expectations. And a few weeks later, the dog's running around playing again. And, and I think it was an older, you know, it wasn't a puppy. Um, so it was really cool to see that. And then we had another dachshund come in, same thing, same response. So we started seeing these things. And then over the years working on different animals or different dogs, um, we, I started seeing things like hip trouble. We have one dog that'll come in and run to the back. And, you know, she used to be afraid of me. Uh, Sophia, she used to be afraid. And now she kind of runs up to me and she gets her adjustment. And um, it's, it's really cool because she knows. And the owner will come in. Yeah, she's playing a little hard. And she's guarding her hip and that. And we just do a couple adjustments. Again, she, tail starts wagging and she runs out the door. Um, and we just see it time and time again. Um, and so those are kind of the, the benefits I have seen is some of those mobility things. Um, and then we've had some other older, older dogs, uh, that are just kind of, you know, they're, they're in their later years and struggling to get up and down and, you know, they're laying down and aren't able to get up again or vice versa. They won't lay down cause they can't get up. And we start working on them. The owners come in and it's like, yeah, he's out in the backyard chasing the chickens. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. So we've had a lot of, a lot of little things like that that are just, and, and they're so appreciative too, after you adjust them just to see their, their tails go and their, their smiles. It's, oh it's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know you've worked on our dog, Lucas, speaking of long bodied dogs. <laughs> and uh, I know he definitely feels better after an adjustment. So. Yeah, like like I said about the horses, you you can see it in the animal, the the dogs especially with the tails and running around the room in circles, you know, the zoomies. Oh, yeah. Now, have you ever worked with cats? You know, I think I have worked on one cat. Um, I was always very allergic to cats growing up. And I I don't know if I just kind of give off that vibe that no one's ever asked me to adjust their cat. (laughs) I think we've worked on one though. I think the the family that had the dachshunds had a cat and I remember them bringing the cat in. So I think we have a few times. Um, That'd be interesting. (laughs) Nothing against cats. No, but I just, it's like when I was, I was speaking with um, honey dog salon and they were talking about cats needing grooming. I was like, I don't have cats and I've never had cats. I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess they do. I guess some cats do need grooming. I was like, yeah but I would think it'd be hard to try and like wrangle one to do some chiropractic work on. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing is I'm not familiar with cats just because as a kid, it would, you know, make my eyes itch. And so I'm not sure really how to hold them. I'm sure it's very similar, but at the same time, I know, especially watching Dr. Stillwell with the horses, Mm -hmm. there is definitely a rapport that you have to get in there and kind of, you know, and he knows working with horses and, and the, the horses, they sense fear. I mean, they're big animals and they, I see them, they'll push you around with their butts or whatever. If you're not, 
you know, if you're not taking control and so. Yeah. So like, what is actually the process of doing um, chiropractic on a dog? Like, cause I know a lot of people are familiar with how you do it with humans, but like, what's the process with the dog? Yeah. Well, so, so I do motion palpation. Um, that was one thing um, that I learned in the internship. He says, look, if you're going to do anything and he was an Olympic chiropractor, so if you're going to do anything, you have to do motion palpation. Everyone in the Olympics is doing it. They're not going to let you in if you're not. Um, Dr. Stillwell is the master in the Northwest. And then his mentor, uh, Dr. Fay, tells me a story about a racehorse that had, it would go off to one side. And they bought this horse for like $1,200 and, and fixed the, corrected the gate and got the horse running straight and won its first race. And he says, well, at that point, everyone knew that, you know, that it was a fast horse. But um, the, the process is, is to check, uh, you know, you, you can check something statically or dynamically, meaning uh, you can lay someone down and push on their back and feel tension. Or you can, we, we will check a person seated and put them into motion and check each vertebra should move a little bit in, a little, in each direction. And if we find something restricted, then we will do an adjustment to that joint only in that direction. So the, the process is the same with, um, with animals. We go through, we start down low, start at the hips and um, their pelvis and kind of work our way up. And traditionally we all have areas where we kind of bind up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of focus on those areas. We find what's going on. And then typically like for those dachshunds, I find you have to start in the hips or start in the pelvis and then you work your way up kind of mid lower to mid spine and you find an area where the rib cage ends and they all it's a junction and they get real tight there and we'll work on that area after we've gotten their hips and pelvis moving and um we use an activator which is basically a little um a little clicker and we can control the the force um it literally is a spring loaded thing and i can make it move as much as a millimeter to uh probably a centimeter maybe a little bit more than a centimeter um, and we use that activator and I have it usually dialed way down on the dogs and you see it, they respond right away. It's, it's cool, but that we use the clicker. They usually don't like it initially, but we'll tease them with the treat or something. And pretty soon they realize, Hey, this sound means good things for me. And like I said, they, they'll run into us, you know, when the door opens, you got the dog running in the back coming to get an adjustment. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Cause I know Lucas, Lucas will fly in there yeah. <laughs> if we let him. Yeah. Yeah. And we bribe them with treats. We have, we know what dogs like, what treats and which, you know, who can have wheat, who can't. And, you know, I've got, uh, we had one puppy, we'd give him the billy stick because his owners, they both got adjustments and they were in there a little bit longer. And that one worked for him because he was calm the whole time. Just <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ride. Yeah. So do you find like certain breeds have like certain areas that tend to get locked up uh that's a good question definitely the longer torso dogs have more of those like the slopey back that'll cause them a lot of tension um you know what's interesting is i've seen since you asked that i wouldn't say yes or no but i have seen a lot of poodles really poodle breeds yeah and we had one it was really cool a few months ago it was a good friend of mine um I just adjusted the hip. It was one adjustment on, on a little, um, on a little tiny poodle. And I think she was 11 or 12 and they said she hadn't been, uh, wagging her tail at all. She hadn't been going for walks. She wouldn't go upstairs. And they sent me a video 
of the owner crying and the dog running around the house, playing, wagging its tail, running upstairs. And they were blown away. Like, like, what did you do to my dog? You know, they were so happy. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I, I think that might just be a coincidence. Um, I don't think that poodles are predisposed to anything. Yeah. It just, but, just that that's who you happen to see. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I, I had a poodle growing up. My, my first dog was a poodle. So that might be part of it. Just, yeah, exa- uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You have that poodle energy maybe. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so can people make an appointment to come to you to, um, to check their dogs? You know, we always welcome people to come by the office. Um, you know, if they need to ask us any questions, the front staff's really great at that. And I'm always willing to take a look um, at the animals. One thing is that we definitely, um, it, it, in Oregon, you want to have like a referral from a vet um, or, or a recommendation. Um, and I like working with different offices and talking to them about what we're seeing and doing and trying to help them out because their alternatives are the, the steroid shots and kenneling them for three mm-hmm. months at a time and sometimes surgery or there's no solution. They just say, well, here's a, a medication. And right. so we're trying to help, you know, offer some manual therapy that, that, that can potentially support those things or um, be adjuncts. Um, so as far as, you know, as far as that, if somebody has a referral and wants to come in, we absolutely, um, you know, do that. But at the same time, you know, if somebody ever wants to ask me a question, I'm definitely, you know, up for that. So we we want to help, want to help the community and, and animals and dogs and <laughs> their owners. Well, you know, we come in as a family, so we know all about how much you support the community. Yeah, we, we try our best. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was wonderful. I'm really excited. Absolutely. And you have a great day. Okay, you too. Thanks. Bye.